Want a great way to recognize your employees? Check out Custom Inc. Have you ever thought about doing something special for your customers? Custom Inc. can do that too. And wouldn't your team love some custom gear? Custom Inc. is ready. Custom Inc. is your go-to custom gear partner with great customer service, quality products, and all-in pricing along with personalized help when you need it and an easy-to-use website when you don't. Plus, everything is 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Check out what we can do for your business at custominc.com. I'm Robert Conti, Chief of the Metropolitan Police Department. We're stepping up our speed and aggressive driving enforcement. Speeding is deadly. Speed-related deaths are 100% preventable. Please always obey posted speed limits and help make Vision Zero a reality. Hi, this is Courtney Agnes from Yukon Men, and you're listening to Jim and Florence on The Forum. Hi everyone, this is Jim Jackson. Welcome to the forum. I, of course, am your host with my co-host Florence Carmella. How are you, Florence? I'm doing great, Jim. How are you? I know that you love when it's very, very hot outside. You love yeah. the extreme <laughs> heat. How, how, are no. you, uh, how are you adapting to the changes in the season? I am currently sitting in air conditioning. So <laughs> I am doing great. So, yeah, as long as I have some air conditioning, I mean, I love being outdoors. I love the sunshine and all. But, yeah, when it gets really, really hot and really muggy, I prefer to be in the air conditioning. So I'm really happy at the moment. Yes, it's uh, in Northern California. We're going to get a heating spell. It's going to be in the mid-90s. So uh, it's kind of uh, summer is here for Cali and Northern California. So we're used to it. And we really enjoy the great weather. We got such amazing weather. But anyway, we have been, as you graciously talked to me about our next guest, this guy, I've really enjoyed talk, going over him. I actually was talking about him with another friend and some of the exciting things that he's coming uh, up with in regards to television, some of the things he's already done that we've watched his, uh, his movies and the things that he's done. So why don't you introduce our next guest and just some of, I, I'm really looking forward to talking to him and I, I've got a lot of questions for him. Yes, he is a multi-talented actor and writer. And I'm very excited to introduce James Quinn. Hi, James. How are you? Hi, Florence. How are you? Doing great. Now, James. Hey, Jim, we... Hello. Oh, hello. I'm very excited to talk to you. Before we even start, I wanted to ask you what you thought of Double or Nothing with AEW Wrestling and some of the things that are happening with ROH and, and the independent circle. Oh, well, I'm glad you brought that up. It was, I didn't get to see all the double work, but I saw a lot of good points about it, and I'm really excited about what they're doing. Now. They're they're creating that opposition again that I think that, that in WWE so badly needed. You know, I've been a lifelong WWE fan, but I was never as happy as I was when the WCW days were out there, and I feel like that's that's happening all over again. You, it's fun because I think what Jim Cornette, I'm a real kind of a Cornette, Jim Cornette follower. I love old school wrestling. And I think the one thing that I liked is that uh, ROH and AEW are bringing back, you know, kind of that heel mentality. I really love the old school heels. And that's what I really love. M- M- uh, what was it? MJF and some of the other ones. I, I just love that. Right. The nastiness uh, look, you know, kid comes up to say hi and they they shrug at him i just love that kind of stuff yeah so i mean they're getting back to what works jim you know yeah oh yeah telling a story i think ring of honor has some of the 
some of the best talent out there. Oh, I love Ring of Honor. They've really done a good job of getting those solid wrestlers. You don't need to be 280 or 290, and we won't talk about supplements, but you you know, that you look <laughs> like a cartoon character. And I, I just love some of the things that they're doing. So I, I just saw that you were a big fan, and so am I. And I'm really excited. As Chris Jericho said, WWE is, is Disney, and we're kind of the R-rated uh, section. So I think it'll <laughs> yeah. be that's a good statement they're, on him. They're who are exciting of, again. They're, yeah, who are some of your favorite uh, wrestlers now? Um, outside of WWE or just in general? In general. Uh, I, mean, I really love Kenny Omega. I'm happy to see him in AEW. Um, there's there's quite a few. AJ Styles, I think, is probably still the most talented out there right now, no matter what promotion he's in. I, I miss him in Ring of Honor in New Japan. I thought he was at his best there. I really wanted to kind of see him stick with that and maybe make his way to the AEW scene. But with that new contract, I think he's going to stay put for a little while. Um, there's there's so many great talents out there right now. Uh, so many people on the rise. I, I like what they're doing in the women's division a lot. I think I think they climbed quite a, a talent that's on the rise. So on that, I wonder if she might be heading her way over to AEW at some point with those guys. Um, Have you gotten a chance I like to Jay watch? Lethal. Oh, I loved yeah, Jay Lethal's real he's been I actually when I get down on myself, I listened to his uh thing at TNA when him and he and Ric Flair when he was doing the Rick Flair <laughs> impersonation. I yep. have to listen to that once a month just to make my day. Uh so Jay Lethal yeah. just uh, just amazing. Have you last question on wrestling before we get started with your career? Have you been able to see on Vice the dark side of wrestling, the specials uh that they have put on if you uh, on uh, the new station, Vice? You know, I, I missed them all the first go around, so I need to get back on there and check it out. I, I heard it was an interesting season. I was following them on Twitter and sharing all their, their pages, everything. Because it, it took you back to the past of everything we used to see and takes you behind the scenes and all the dark stuff. It looked interesting. I did not get a chance to watch it yet. Yeah, I actually follow Bruiser Brody's wife. She's a um, passed away in Puerto Rico and was murdered. She follows me, and I'm a part of their group on Facebook. The special was done so well on him and just on uh, uh, Moolah, on everything. Uh, and uh, the, I'm hoping they're already planning on doing another season, but go online and check it out if you don't, or just DVR it on your TV on Vice the best right. wrestling specials I've seen in years. Just amazing shows. So anyway, before uh, yeah, before James and I bore all you non-wrestling fans, <laughs> James, how did it all start? When did you first get the bug? Because let's face it, you produce, you act, you direct, you write. There's, you do your own stunts at times. There's absolutely nothing you don't do that I can see. When did you first get the bug? Where did you grow up? And when did you really know that this was something you wanted to do for the rest of your life? Well, I'd like to say I've always known, but I think so it's like anything else in life. I think you have to go through some things and figure ways out, um, you know, figure your way through certain things. But I grew up in the Pittsburgh area, and um, I've been involved in the film industry off and on since the 90s, but really strong uh, since probably 2011, the past eight years, I've been making a really strong run of things since I've come back to the industry. I like doing everything. I think um, at the independent level, I think you need to be rounded. I think you need to not just focus on your acting, learn, learn all sides of the camera, as production assistant, and learn you know what what it takes to to really run and help make that happen. And I've directed and, and produced and learned location scouting and, 
and of course, doing our own stunts with an athletic background, I think it's something that really helps. It makes you rounded when, when you're on a set because you see things differently when you're acting and you can see them the way a director would or the way a producer would or a writer would, as opposed to just being the talent. I think you just, it makes you more of a, a rounded person. Um, but I, I mean, to, to answer the, the question, I've, yeah, for the last eight years, I've really got the bug. And I think it's when I made my comeback on the Dark Knight Rises set. Mm-hmm. And I just fell in love with the industry all over again. And I just realized that once I saw the new platforms that were coming with streaming, I saw the way things were happening with Netflix, with Hulu, with Amazon. I saw them, I saw something change, kind of like we were, we were just talking about wrestling. And I think we just leveled the playing field by with streaming. And I think it, it helps get you on a market that maybe Hollywood might have not otherwise allowed you into before unless you were given the golden ticket to say, hey, you know what, we're going to give you the pass to move forward. I think it allows certain talent that may, you know, for quote-unquote, lack of a better term, I should say, even been held back in the past. And I think it gives you a chance to showcase your talents. Your nickname is the Indie Enigma. Why don't you explain that to us? Uh, Somebody hit me with that not too long ago. It was over the past year because I I keep people guessing, and I think it's the fact not even I know what I'm going to do next. And so I try to, every time I think that I've shown myself everything I can do, I change up the game a little bit, you know, and that might be quoting Rowdy Piper a little bit. We do that. Uh, things are creative. Things get still sometimes. And so every time I think I've done as much as I could in one direction, I'll throw a curveball and I'll head another direction. And so I think it's kind of what they were getting at to where, you know, not even I know what I'm going to do next. So like, I'm on that question out there. And I like that. I like people seeing that mystery in me, like, what's he going to do next? You know, and then that happened with some of our most recent films. And good for people to us because you show your range and you show the different side. Are they going to do comedy? Are they going to do drama? Is it, you know, are they going to do something sports related? Is, are they doing their own stunts? And so I think when you show that kind of range like that, but you also show that you're going to you're going to change the game every time somebody's thinking about you, it leaves that question out there. And I think it was just a fun little play on what we've been doing at the independent level. Yeah. Now, Florence and I were talking about The Sandman, and we really enjoyed it. You were actor, writer, creator. You pretty much were the foundation of that film. How did that come about, and where were the roots of your kind of uh, ideas to that? Yeah, it's kind of, I think it's kind of been a long time in the making, guys. Um, it's Sandman kind of touches on a little bit of my own life. I think when as a writer, uh, some of your best work is done by past experience i think you've reached your your best inspiration that way and so when i wasn't involved in the film industry for those 13 years that i was out doing other things i was in the construction industry i got involved in union politics i went up against a very very corrupt union um, when they were in their prime and pretty much got myself you know black from that area and um just for because that's just the way the industry was at the time. I mean, you're up against an animal like that. And um, I wanted to, you know, help help that business and try to, to bring it back and help it thrive again. And so it just wasn't meant to be at that time. But I was also an amateur boxer at one time. And so I thought to myself after I left the industry and I came back to the film business, I'd love to find a, a positive way to, you know, have an outlet to tell this story. And so that's what we did. I combined the boxing world with that experience, with the world of, you know, political corruption and construction and, and the way that business can be. And I, we, I kind of formulated this film that we added a supernatural element to the, to the character to kind of represent it, my psyche at the time. And, you know, the, the character and the animal drove me to take on this corrupt union. And that's kind of what the Sam man himself represented. And, and our story though here, it's a little deeper and he's a little, it's a supernatural being. And he obviously it's a more powerful creature than what we are in human. Mm-hmm. But I thought of, man, what a, what a fun way to, to be able to tell this story, you know? 
Yeah, I think Florence and I, when we were talking, is that uh, what we liked is just you were such an eclectic person in this, and you kind of showed off all your talents. It must have been a lot of fun. Oh, thank you. Uh, it was. It really, it really was. And I think it was kind of like doing a little time travel because I was, I was reliving it as we were filming it. And so certain parts of the film were actually things that, that went on in my own life. And so, yeah, I think for me, it was just, it was just a lot of fun. And I appreciate you showcasing or letting me know about the range because we were trying to bring that out and it was really fun but yeah going back and doing something that you lived through in the past like it's kind of a surreal moment too now in the movie sandman and with all your other projects that you're working on you wear many hats you do the acting the writing producing directing you pretty much do it all like jim said is there any one thing that you prefer doing or is maybe your first love, your, your favorite thing to do, or do you pretty much look at all of it the same and, and, and prefer doing all of it, enjoying it the same amount? I mean, I do. I do love just about all of it. Um, I think if I had to pick a favorite, for me, it's, it's acting. I love being on camera. I love getting into a story and bringing a character to life and and then being able to tell that story and escape into a world that, you know, it's it's an outlet that you can't as a human always have in, in your everyday life, and I think it gives you a chance to to escape the things that you're going through in everyday life and to bring a character to life. I think it's just it's very artistic and it's a it's a very positive outlet. So for me, on camera acting, but I also love writing. Um, I do a lot of writing, and so if I had a second favorite, it would be writing. I hear that be, from a lot of actors. Oh yeah, a lot of them. It seems like they like it more. Behind, a lot of them that that creative flow with the writing. Um, what was it like to be on the set of a Batman movie? It must have been incredible. <laughs> so many people. Yeah. Uh, just just yeah. a, a crazy thing. Talk. Uh, tell our our listeners what it's like to be on a movie set of something is that that big. It, it's huge. You had the nail on the head. It's huge. It was it was bigger than life. I mean, so many. I hadn't been on a set. I still to this day haven't been on a set that big. It was there were so many people involved and so many camera crews and, and so much machinery and the, the whole city of Pittsburgh was pretty much blocked out. Pittsburgh, the Oakland area, for Batman itself, people were climbing out of their apartment windows and hanging off balconies just to get a look <laughs> at what was happening um, because they basically transformed the entire city into Gotham City. And so that was very weird because, you know, I'd lived in Pittsburgh my whole life, but I actually felt like I was in Gotham City. That's what it looked like. That's what it felt like. And just to be on a set of that magnitude, how many, you know, people that were running around um, from the from the team itself or hundreds and hundreds of people in various positions that just all had essential roles to making this this uh, development happen. And everything was tight-lipped and there was no taking pictures. And a lot of sets are like that, but it was, it was almost – Almost like a like a federal thing where you just didn't want to make the wrong move because there was so much laying on the line for this film. But it was so great to to be there and then with Christian Bale and to see Batman and Tom Hardy and Anne Hathaway interact with these people while we're making this film and seeing what it took for them to become their characters. Um, it was just it was bigger than life. Just just to look at it, the way the media covered. I still haven't seen a media cover a film like that in our area in a very long time. So it was it was really really cool. Is Batman, it, when you go to a set like that, what is the protocol? And I always, I'm asking this for me. Maybe our listeners don't sure. care, but what is the protocol as an actor? Is it, a, is it a good time to network with people? Do you casually at the water cooler or maybe after in a meal or something, you get to talk to people? As an actor, as a writer, as someone that does so much, how do you handle something like that? Do you actually look at, at 
as a networking opportunity or do you look at it as, wow, I, I'm, I'm really happy to be here and I'm going to do the best I can, I can do? Like you said, how to casually go about it. You don't want to, you know, blatantly flaunt it and, and show that that's what you're doing, but you do want to make all the acquaintances that you can in the industry and in a positive manner. And so I think no matter, even if you meet one person on every set, and that's what, what Batman was like too, at least meeting some of the people on the crew, some of the other actors were at the level that you were. I mean, obviously you don't want to just jump right in on, on the top, you know, four actors at that point. You want to kind of give them space because they need to prepare for their roles. But everybody else, I think, is fair game. I think you can, you know, interact with, with other people and make an acquaintance that might turn out to be a good friend to you in the industry down the road or somebody you help each other out. Because um, you never know what people's talents are until you meet them. So I've, I've found that out that on every set I've ever been on in my career, I've made at least one networking friend or acquaintance that, you know, called each other out down the road just by having common interests and goals on that set and putting yourself out there and meeting new people while you're there. I think, it, I think it's essential, especially mm-hmm. when you're new to the game. You really, you want to meet as many people as you can and then show them, you know, what a good character, supportive person you are also show them your talents. You want to do it in a manner that you're not, you know, you're not flaunting or being boastful, but you just want to show them what you can do and and vice versa, I think. That must have been so exciting. I I can't even imagine being around all that, but I'm sure for you that that was probably um, a great way to, uh, you know, get your feet wet and, and just be around all that and learning, learning from, you know, the people that you're working with. And I wanted to ask you also about Bystander. I know there's another movie coming out, Bystander, that that you've worked on. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, um, Bystander was as a feature film that was was shot also in the Pittsburgh area in 2016. I think it was October 16. Um, it's, it's along the lines of a Jason Bourne type film. Um, the the creator through Mountain Wind Productions, Giuseppe Lucarelli, he is a is a very big porn fan in those type of films, and so and he's a, a martial artist, and so he constructed this this film bystander um, about this guy who basically is a bystander that witnesses some some corruption going on, witnesses the chief of police daughter you know attempted to be kidnapped, and, and all these people are, are chasing after him. And it's kind of like when. To a degree where Bourne has these skills that he didn't know about or didn't have to use, um, you know, this this character here also, he knows his skills and has to put them to use, but he doesn't want to have to, but they're they're kind of chasing him all over the place because they think he's kidnapped the daughter. And so all he's really trying to do is keep her safe, and he runs into a, a heck of a lot of bad people that also have similar skill sets throughout this film. My character is Checkmate. He is the basically the the serial killer the notorious serial killer checkmate that they know by name but not by face and he is the guy that's made the attempt to to take the chief of police's daughter and, and to start this manhunt and so the, he's the guy that basically not only is is judge character you know fighting off off the the police department and the government and the people that are trying to get him because they think he's in on it he's also going to go up against this notorious killer who's just guiding him the wrong way throughout this entire film kind of make him look like a bad guy. Um, it's a lot of fun, though. I mean, because then you got your, again, now you got to showcase not only your acting, but your stunts. You got to, you got fight choreography. Uh, we really, really showed the city of Pittsburgh again in, in, a, in a beautiful way. Um, the, the south side and the north sides of Pittsburgh, the South Hills, um, downtown Pittsburgh itself, North Shore by the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Heinz Field for the Steelers. 
And so we, we got to showcase a lot of the city of Pittsburgh um, throughout the course of this film, the whole city, the mayor, everybody was on board with us and gave us a lot of uh, respect in terms of getting areas blocked off to do our filming. And so and I think people like that. I think just like with Sam, man, I think they like a good fight film and it's very character driven. It's a, it's a fun story to watch. And if you're a fan of, yeah, Jason Bourne type film. I think you really, you really take yeah. advice. Boy, I love. Uh, I've been to a Pirates game, and I'm a huge Roberto Clemente fan. And that is, I tell you, we have a beautiful park here with the Giants, but that is a top three most beautiful parks I've ever been to. Just an awesome place. Not a bad seat. And that Clemente Bridge. Wow, at night, that is just an amazing uh-huh. scene. I, I love. Like that. Big, big supporter. I, I, I'm a Raider fan, but I'm a big supporter of Pittsburgh. We have a lot of Pittsburgh followers on my NFL podcast uh, network. And uh, shout out to all the Pittsburgh people. Uh, very good, hardworking people. Uh, we also wanted to talk to you, and we talked a little bit off where You can't give too much about it. But we all, you also have a very exciting opportunity coming up with a possible TV series. Why don't you tell us, and you can't really tell, give a 30-second spiel, can't tell us too much about it, but just talk about a little bit about this series, what it's, what it's called, and uh, what you're hoping for. Yeah, well, it's, um, it's a series, not, not actually too unfamiliar to the style that I think it was set up, but it's, um, it, it, it's his character in a in a very fixed position, excuse me, where he ends up in a, in a world that he's not really sure why, why people are after him, or what's been going on. And so he's trying to basically survive. It's, it's a, it's a game of survival. And I end up being one of the guys that's, I can't say whether I'm good or bad or whether he's good or bad, because like the story's still developing as we speak, but um, it basically puts this guy in a world where he just doesn't know who he can trust. And so again, he has very, to quote Liam Mason, very particular skill set, um, things that he, you know what I mean, can do that other people can't, that allow him to survive in this world. And so, um, there are certain people chasing him. You know, my character may not be one of the people that are, are looking after him. And I don't know if I'm the good guy or either. But I think, I think there's such a twist on this show so far that, that as it develops, and we've only done the pilot, I think it's going to uncover so many different secrets throughout the series. I think it's just going to draw people in and I can't, I just, I wish I could tell you more because it's on the edge of my tongue and I don't, I don't want to until they, I do want to, but until they give us, you know, the okay <laughs> and we find out which network or streaming service that it makes it to. Um, but I just yeah. promise you that it, like I said, if you like bystander, I think you're really going to fall in love with this series. Um, yeah. You're adaption, if you're into martial arts. Sounds exciting. Into, you know, I'm really praying that that'll that'll work because that TV is the opposite it was in the 70s and 80s it's once you get something on TV things there's a lot of uh, success that goes with it and you deserve all the success that uh, from your hard work that you've gotten what are some things that what are some things that you hope in the future to do things that you haven't done yet? And are there any people in Hollywood that you really, really like, obviously you'd like to work with all of them, but what are people that you would really like to work with? Uh, there's a few to come to mind. Uh, I know the number one still for me is probably Michael Eaton. Uh, one of the reasons I get in the industry was just watching. Here's a guy from Pittsburgh that made it from the bottom all the way to the top of the industry. Who's made it come back again over the last few years after not seeing him for a while. And he's just completely taken off again. The guy has so much range that yeah. and I think I just, I feel a certain connection there. I feel that like I, you know, I've been there myself at one point to where 
I know what it's like to, to climb that ladder and, and to try to get yourself out there and just become these various characters. And I think he just see that he is a very flexible character. I think he just he shows so much range in all of his all of his projects that that's a guy that I would love to work with. Um, but like James Spader, you know what I mean, from The Blacklist right now, one of my favorite shows on television. I think the guy has always been an amazing actor, but I think right now he has absolutely found his niche and is, is the absolute best in this series right now. There's a guy I think that you could learn a lot from uh, just by being around him. I think guys like Spader and Keaton, um, those are guys, they're people I look up to. I've watched them climb the ladder and just make it to the top over the years and to show people why they're still in the business because they, they have that they got longevity on their side because they're that talented and that they have so much to offer the industry. Cause you see a lot of actors come around. You might see them for one or two films, maybe you see them for six and then you don't see them again. You wonder what happened to them. And these guys just, they stay relevant. And I think I respect that as, as an actor, I, I keep trying to find ways to keep myself relevant and growing and, and showing people, this is what we can do. Um, I think that's, that's probably why I respect those guys so much because they continue to show you why they're there. Oh yeah, Spader especially. I really love him. Every I love when he plays a bad guy, uh, or he plays kind of that smoky yeah. uh, character. I I just watched him last night. In fact, in fact, with that movie Less Than Zero, I think it was with uh, Robert Downey Jr. when he was uh, uh, so good in that, and he so was good. really God. He just he just, everything he does. He's so smooth. He's just really good. Oh no, I was just gonna say he never has to overdo it. He, he does it with that subtlety, like you're talking about. That's yeah, he's like he's like nutmeg. A little bit goes a long way, and I think some actors, <laughs> mm-hmm. some acting nowadays, it just it's so over the top. And I just, you know, there's some actors that can just do something with a look or with a quick statement, and that those are the ones that I like, not these ones that you know, overact and everything like that. Because to me, acting right now, that's why I've kind of turned to the independent circuit. I, you know, no offense to any of the superstars or anything, but it's just a little over the top, I think. I, I really like the old school character actors and some of the older films that uh, they really show their range and they show all the things that they could do. That excites me. And some of the stuff nowadays, eh. So that's why you excite us when we watch your stuff, because we think you're kind of that old school guy that just kind of does it all. And it's, it's just really exciting to talk to someone like you. Now, what would you like? To hear? I appreciate that. Yeah. Now, where can your fans look, uh, find you? Where are the best places on social media to find you? Oh, well, Twitter would probably be the number one. I use Twitter probably anything else. Um, I really have a lot of fun on Twitter. So you can find me at the JQ way. Um, it's T-H-E-J-Q-W-A-Y, at the J-Q-Way on Twitter. It's the same on Instagram, at the J-Q-Way. I have a Facebook fan page, also the J-Q-Way. YouTube, the J-Q-Way. So I, I, I keep things simple. It's um, It's been an, an address that's worked for me on a lot of my pages here for, uh, seems like the past seven or eight years, I guess that's what we've been running with. And, and so, yeah, the Twitter I use quite a bit. Yeah, we wanted to call you JQ, but we didn't think we knew you no, uh, well yeah, enough. We didn't. So we didn't <laughs> want to sure. you. <laughs> so. Oh, you know, you should. I feel like we're part of the family now. Now, again, on Twitter, Twitter, James is, is really growing. He's getting more followers, and we really want him to grow. So if you're a follower of ours, you're going to see more and more stuff in the near future from him that we're going to be sharing. And if the TV show ever – if things work out with that, we're really going to blast that. Uh, but we're going to, you know, it's the Sandman. I love it. I've watched, uh, you know, it's this 
type of movie you could see three or four times. It's just so, and he's so good in it. So, but when you go to Twitter, please follow him at, at the JQA. That's capital T H E, capital J Q, capital W A Y. And it'll say, James Quinn, I am the indie enigma. And when you go there, make sure that you say hi. Make sure that you promote his stuff. He's got a lot of great posts. He's a big wrestling fan, too, so you'll see some wrestling there. But I love the photos and the pictures that he has from some of his movies and some of the things that he's been in. I love the boxing uh, photos that he put on. So we he's a new friend of the show, and we just want you guys to know that we're going to support him 100 million percent. And go to his yeah. IMDb. A couple of you have already asked me where to find him, and, I, and I've shown you his sites, and I also go to IMDb. This guy's done it all, and there's still so much more for him to do. The best is yet to come. So, James, we're really honored to be uh, that you're here, and we've been able to talk to you. We've so enjoyed you online, and we can't wait to see all the things ahead. And what would you like to, the final word to the people that are new to you or people that are just finding out all the things that you're involved with? Well, I mean, first off, Jim, the honor's mine, and I really appreciate you guys having me on. It really, really means a lot that you appreciate my work that way and been sharing it the way you have. And I just wanted to thank both you and Florence for that because you guys have both been tremendous over the past couple of months helping me out with that. And and that, that means a lot. It goes a long way in our industry. You know what I mean? And the show's been heavily followed, and I, I like that. You know what I mean? I see you've had some amazing guests, and so the fact that you've invited me on means a lot to me. Thank you for that. Yeah, I mean... The fans at home, I mean, feel free to you know to tweet me with any questions you have. I do interact on Twitter a lot, and I love chatting with people. And like I said, quote to you, yeah, the best is yet to come. And when just when you think you know what I'm going to do next, I'm going to change it up. So interact with me, please. Keep an eye on what I'm doing because I promise you, we're we're doing fresh things. And at our level, at the independent level, is where I'm at a lot of the time. Um, but we we don't play by by the same traditional rules that, that you have to sometimes in, in all the traditional Hollywood sets. We go out there and we, we change the game a little bit. and We want to see what people think. And we want to hear your ideas and your thoughts on the matter. So interact with us. Keep us fresh too, guys, please. Oh, sure. And we so appreciate, you know, like I said, we, we've really, there's people, when I first started this, uh, Florence, well, Florence says I'm crazy pretty much every day, but what she was saying, what your, what is your motive for this? And to me, I wanted to find talented people that may not have been in the forefront of Brad Pitt or someone like that. We wanted talented people that really excited us and we really inspired us and you do inspire us and we want you to just go for it we yeah. want we cannot wait for all the success for you for you uh in the future we're really excited i like i said we're we're naive we don't know what we're doing we, i don't know why people like us we're just been really lucky and blessed and as long as the ride's going we want to take as many people as we can with us so and you're one of those that's on board now so we're so grateful and so excited for what's going to happen to you in the near future and we just hope that we uh can keep in touch, keep everything going in the, on the down low, uh, obviously with the TV stuff. But once all this stuff comes out, we really want everyone to know. We're very excited. And some of our fans, we've gotten some great feedback from some of our listeners saying they're really excited about you. So uh, thank you again for being on the show. What an amazing uh, uh, interview. We really enjoyed it. Well, thank you. I yes, thank that. you. Thank you, Florence. Yes, thank you, thank you so much. Thank you for your support as well. You've been wonderful, oh, and we yeah, really appreciate you. you coming on. Absolutely. You guys are doing great things. Please keep it up. I really love what you're doing. Thanks a lot. Take care. Thank Have you. a great weekend. You too. Thank you. Bye, James. Bye-bye. 
Bye-bye. That was JQ, James Quinn, the Indie Enigma, a great talent. I'm telling you guys, you're going to hear more from this guy. This guy's on the way up with a bullet, and we just are very excited at all the things that he's doing. He's a humble guy. He's a hardworking guy. He's old school, and I love it. I love his uh, persona. I love how he acts. He's a great actor. He's just a real diamond in the rough that more and more people are going to find out about us. And if we have anything to do about it, a lot of people are going to find out about it. But this was a great guest. And these are the type of guests that really get me excited. Uh, I went to bed about four in the morning. I was doing some work and, and I got up at seven because I was that excited about doing this interview. So Florence, you did it again. I, I just really am excited about James. Yeah, so am I. He he's such a hard working guy and he's so talented, multi talented, like we said in the interview. He he does everything. So I think not only are the projects he's working on now going to be big, but I think there's a lot more coming in the future. I think that he's going to just blow up and I, I, I hope and I pray that we get to be a part of that because I think that he is very talented and I do see him going really far and and I'm just so happy that we were able to uh, interview him today I am too boy and we thank you all for the support the I mean every time I open up the speaker I text uh, Florence and I say oh my gosh look at all these people I cannot believe it you guys are <laughs> just making us look like rock stars uh, we're just regular yes. people we're just we put our heart and soul into our, our uh, articles we put our heart and soul into the podcast into the people that we support and that's all we're just regular people just like you so we just so appreciate all of it we we do not uh, you are such a blessing to us we don't take anything for granted and we thank you all any success that we've got is because of you because of all of our great guests so thank you all for i can't wait i'm going to be editing this and we're going to be uh, releasing this on monday we're taping this on saturday so i'm very excited to start the week off with a huge bang with jq james quinn with this interview so thank you again florence great job yes and thank you jim you as well and thank everybody out there you guys for all your support it's been amazing and you guys Tune in Monday because you are going to definitely want to hear this. And also, I know there's a lot of bad news out there, a lot of stuff going on, violence and stuff. Just keep the peace out there. Be good to each other. Care about one another. Be a part of the solution, not a part of the problem. No, We live in a no-hate zone, so please, please support each other. Care about each other. Spread the positivity. That's right. Be positive. Spread the positivity. When someone needs help, help them. And let's just care about one another and, and stop all this violence and this nonsense that's going on in the country. So take care. Have a great weekend. As my uh, guard dogs are saying, it's time to end it. So take care. <laughs> and we'll talk to you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. 
Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. There's a highway that stretches across the 93 days of summer where worship isn't offered to the sun, but to the smoking tire, the S-curve, and the spin turn. And if you ride it, Make sure you do it in a Dodge Charger, Challenger, or Durango. Because on this highway, the lines being blurred are the ones between drivers and demons. Welcome to Highway 93. Dodge is a registered trademark.